Second Peter chapter one, verses 12 through 15. Therefore, I intend always to remind you of these qualities, though you know them and are established in the truth that you have. I think it right as long as I'm in this body to stir you up by way of reminder, since I know that the putting off of my body will be soon as our Lord Jesus has made clear to me. And I will make every effort so that after my departure, you may be able at any time to recall these things. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Man, a heavy one. Yeah. Um, you know, and so Peter, he he's just, if you missed yesterday's episode, um, it, it's a good one to go back and listen to as we start this book together. Um, but Peter's writing to a church that is uh, in the Roman Empire during Nero's reign. So it's it's heavily, heavily persecuted. And as he's addressing this book, it's infiltrated by wicked leaders and false teachers, false prophets. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's just all the confusion that we sort of face of like, uh, is that guy like, it sounds like some of what he's saying is good, but I just can't tell, you know, there's yeah. this anxiety and sureness of like, is this the voice of God or is it not? Um, and they're being heatedly persecuted. And then in today's uh, reading, um, you know, he, he speaks really clearly of like, hey, I'm trying to, I like, y'all are doing good in this. Like, I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. But I think that I should always be trying to remind you because I'm going to be gone soon. And I want you to keep going once I'm gone. Right. Like, what a gut punch I know. moment. And, uh, you know, Peter, he he's like the guy who's been doing it from the beginning mm-hmm. um, of the church. Like he, he's like the first preacher, you know? And yeah. Even, you know, Paul's kind of like out there taking the spotlight with all these letters that he's writing. But like Peter was an apostle long before Paul. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he was close to Jesus in his earthly ministry. Right. And, uh, and so I just think, I mean, we were just talking about before recording, but um, the, Harry Reader, the senior pastor I grew up under at mm-hmm. Briarwood in Birmingham, um, who was just a very strong leader for a very long time. Mm-hmm. He uh, passed away unexpectedly this year. And I mean, that has like rocked the church as mm-hmm. it should. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were saying we don't think about pastors dying that often because we have like retirement. And also, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably go to Christ Covenant or another church that has like a young pastor. Uh-huh. And so it, and several pastors. Honestly. Yeah. And several. Yeah. So it's like kind of on our peripherals, but um, it, it's hard for yeah. people to like lose leaders. Yeah. And so uh, that's kind of where we are. Jennifer. Yeah. What, what are you, what are you thinking over there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think um, just again, the faithfulness of Peter and his concern for the people. And he really does tell us like, he's just given us this like incredibly rich teaching that we said we could, you know, there could be like, dozens of sermons preached Mm -hmm. on those last um, 10 verses, but he's saying, I'm going to remind you, I'm reminding you. I mean, he knows God's revealed to him, I guess. It seems that he is, that the end is near, that he's Mm -hmm. um, coming to the end of his life and, um, you know, and martyred for the cause of Christ. But his concern is for the others. Like there's no concern for himself. Mm -hmm. It's literally, and what does he say? It's like, remind you, which (sighs) is really such a, we see that all through scripture. I mean, God says all through the old Testament, remember, 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 you can see Moses like 
preaching constantly, um, all kinds of leaders, like gathering all of the faithfulness Damn. of God, these pointing the people not only to his words, but his acts, his works, um, to remind them of the faithfulness of God, mm. what God has done, and who they are in mm-hmm. God. So, um, you know, as his people of faith. And it's just such an important practice. And it really is the hallmark of um, mature believers that they recount and remember God's faithfulness um, in you know all of history, in the word, but also in their own lives. And they remember these teachings. Like this is like at the forefront of your mind, this mm. effort. If you're going to put your effort somewhere, like put it here. Yeah. And remembering these things, because again, he he's telling you, you won't fall mm-hmm. if this is like, well, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, man. Absolutely. Um, but I thought, well, I could, I have more if you want me to say like, there's another oh, well, thing. Like, I, I, the, I, are you thought, thinking? Are yeah, you thinking? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I mean, basically like, I think what is demonstrated here is this good model of, um, you know, being, the the positive effect of being really certain about your eternal destiny. Mm. Um, you know, Dees has quoted the the famous quote, you can be so, he, he's quoted it in like a uh, critiquing it sense. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You can be so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. And, you know, kind of uh, referencing that type of person from Second Thessalonians who like sits around and just waits for Jesus to come back and doesn't yeah. contribute to society. But like, the the actual biblical idea that's presented is that the more heavenly minded you are, uh, the more willing you are to pour yourself out exactly like wax. And so because you know like your time is limited and until you go see Jesus and you have all eternity to enjoy and rest. Yeah. And so you can work hard and pour yourself out for others. And that's what Peter's doing. That's what he is uh he's commending them to also do and to imitate him in. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think too, like one of the things that's just encouraging is, um, the gospel prevails, you know, mm. the gospel prevails. Like I, I can't imagine, you know, you're, you're a Christian and like maybe members of your church or, or believers that, you know, yeah. uh, have been burned for Nero's parties mm. or thrown in a Coliseum. Right. And, you know, you have all these like crazy, uh, like cryptic ways of communicating with other Christians so that the same doesn't happen to you. And this father of the church is about to go on. And, you know, I, I wonder if like some of them felt like, is this, is this thing going to like fall off the rails now? Yeah. Uh, because like he's kind <laughs> of a big deal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you were just mentioning that like, kind of a similar feeling which i also felt when tim keller passed because he's kind of he he was like the thought leader of like uh orthodox Uh and conservative but not like you know just very like tempered and wise he had so much impact on so many people like everyone yeah was quotes him and is yeah. like read him and like i don't know just google, so much influence google yeah, brought him to their headquarters yeah. to do this like to basically get roasted and make a defense for himself <laughs> in front of all these uh employees right and it was awesome yeah and but getting back to like the good news that is here is that the gospel prevails and that um these like leaders that the lord entrusts yeah. to the church come and go yeah no, that's um and yet the church prevails because the gospel 
prevails because Jesus wins. And so, I don't know, that that's just like a, a comfort that came to mind. But It is, what, and it's also like, but it's such a, it's instruct, it instructs us because like, I think about, it made me think of um, like when Peter, uh, you know, before he betrayed Christ and there's this strength, like Christ, um, Jesus says to him, that um, Satan demanded to have you, that he might sift you like wheat. Mm. But I've prayed for you that your faith may not fail. Mm. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. Mm. Like this experience, like that our experiences are, like God just has such profound (laughs) intentions for our experiences, even of failure. And what did he tell Peter in that, like strengthen your brothers. And then like all these years later, years later, here, Peter is doing that. He's strengthening mm. his brothers. He's strengthening us like thousands of years later by that very thing that you said, not pointing to himself um, in his teachings and uh, anything, because how ridiculous would that be? He's not even here now like that. There's no there's no um, rational reason to boast in yourself um, when you're here for such a fleeting time, it only makes sense to boast in the gospel and yeah. to boast in the work of Christ, but how strengthening that is. And again, just kind of going back to like this moment for these Christians and then for all Christians to follow, like we need um, establishing, we need strengthening, we need roots. Like we've already been, you know, rooted in Christ, I guess, if you want to say that, like to describe our union with him. Yeah. But like, you just need the roots to go deeper even yeah. like why, why keep, why stay shallow? Yeah. Like definitely, you know, heed the teaching and engage in the virtue and the understanding and all the, the, the mm-hmm. golden chain that mm-hmm. he gave us, you know, of this kind of like yeah. stairway to heaven, if you will, yeah. like, um, it, like your roots will go deep and then you'll be able to withstand these winds. I mean, Peter talks about this a lot about having stability and, um, resisting you know not being carried away by lawlessness Mm -hmm. and all of these things like how do we do that well like right here but we should be doing that for each other we Mm -hmm. should be pointing each other to christ we should be reminding of each other each other of our reality um of the gospel and how it impacts life and like helping um you know cultivate this Mm -hmm. kind of space where people's roots can go deeper and they can withstand yeah um error and all the things absolutely and i love you know at verse 15 peter you know he says that i I make every effort so that after my departure you may be able at any time to recall these things um and it's very forward thinking and i think there's a good leadership note there not just like for people leading churches but like Mm -hmm. moms leading kids yeah and uh you know dads leading kids and right families and, families and, and businesses and, and whatever right but and yeah like I, I love this like principle of and you know i've heard this like i don't have kids but like i've heard this try like parenting phrase or maybe try it's not a good word but this little like parenting phrase uh-huh. like, don't prepare the road for your kids prepare your kids for the road, the road yeah um and this idea of like uh you know actually don't like make everything easy to navigate for your kids, but like mm-hmm. kind of train them to be ready for hardship and mm-hmm. decision-making and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. But like, I think that that is the spirit that we see here in Peter yeah. is that he very matter of factly knows that uh, it, it, he has this revelation that he is going to die and, you know, go be with the Lord before Jesus returns. Mm-hmm. And so in that spirit, he wants to prepare the church to go on. 
And uh, I think that that's just like a mark of a great leader, a great disciple maker. That's right. Is where you're not picking people up and putting them on your back. Yeah. Um, but that you're like training their hands uh, yeah. for war, you know, and yeah. uh, with love, with kindness, with virtue and knowledge. Right. And, training and so, them for endurance and yeah. perseverance and all the things they need to suffer Absolutely. well. And, Absolutely. And to, to keep going. It's like I um, it's the it reminds me of Pilgrim's Progress and just, um, you know, the Puritans and then that thing and how much they. Um, they actually talked a lot about helping each other on the journey um, home, you mm-hmm. know, to the. Yes. Yes. The, um, celestial you know, to city. Have the celestial city. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I love that book. Exactly. But um, they helped each other die well. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like such an emphasis on being with people like at the end of their lives yeah. and affirming them in who they are and, um, like these truths just to the very end. And that's such a beautiful picture of just like helping each other home. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely what, what Peter is doing here. So there's just a lot of gold Come on. in this book. So much gold. So much gold. And we're only going to keep digging. Okay. All right. Well, for the great Jennifer McClish, this is Will Carlisle. And uh, tomorrow is going to be a real fun one. So we'll see you then on our daily rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.